A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And welcome to the Horticulture Week podcast. I'm Rachel Forsyth, senior reporter at Hort Week. And on this week's podcast, I'm joined by Gordon White, managing director of Winter Gritting at Nurture Group and head of ESG, which is Environmental, Social and Governance Criteria. Gordon, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, you're going to talk us through sort of your role as well as some of the aspects of Nurture Group, including its path to net zero, which should be really interesting. Firstly, though, obviously 2022 has delivered one of the driest British summers on record. I have to ask, how grateful were you for the rain when it finally came? <laughs> well, yeah, no, good point. Well made. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me. Yeah, really, really grateful. We've had a, a real drought for the last few weeks, as you know, really hot temperatures, which is takes its toll on the guys out on the ground. Uh, we are a horticultural based business uh, and Obviously, the drought as well has an effect on, on our sites and, you know, dry grass, uh, a lot of watering, which, which you need to do, and, and obviously planting beds and, and, and other projects that we, we do. So, yeah, it's been very difficult. So hopefully there'll be a lot more rain to come. Yeah, fingers crossed. Is there any um, tips and tricks as, as to how they've been sort of managing with that drought? Well, from a, a, a social uh, point of view, then, then really hydration and sun cream. Uh, for the guys out on the ground and, and also restricting when they're working. So the hottest period, period of, of, of the day, we, we need to make sure that the guys are, are taking cover really uh, and working around those hot periods. Uh, it's vitally important that, that, that the, the, the girls and, and the guys out on site are, are kept safe and, and do not uh, obviously get heat stroke from, from working out in the sunshine for too long. Um, other than that, you know, from a horticultural perspective, you've got to ride it out. Uh, there's there's nothing much you can do. We don't want to be using too much water, uh, and you know, on on a wholesale perspective, we, we've got we've got thousands of sites. We can't we can't be out watering, uh, you know, these sites to, to to keep them growing. So you you very much have to ride it out. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, hopefully there's more rain to come now. Yeah. Um. So I guess a good place to start would be your role, and I'm particularly interested in what it means to be head of ESG. Sure. Well, it, it, it's an honour to be be doing it i mean every business should have a, an esg policy uh but but we you know really want to drive those, those environmental and those social values within 
our business and make sure that it's entwined within the, the fabric of, of, of our business. You know, it's very much using your business as a, as a, a force for good uh, for the environment and, and also uh, socially. Um, so, so for me, you know, it, I'm very enthusiastic about this area. So for me personally, it's, it's great to be getting involved with it. It's great to be driving it within our business and it's, it's great to, to, you know, be, be part of something that is, is maybe steering our, our sector uh, in, in, in a different way and, 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 and making us and making other companies in our sector sort of think about the same things that we're thinking about. So, you know, the social values, the environmental values uh, are, are very, very prevalent. Mm. And what does that sort of look like day to day on the ground? Because I'm, I'm quite interested in this balance between obviously your grounds maintenance company, you have to um, balance the needs of your clients against the needs of your planet, because, again, nurture is very environment, you know, environmentally focused. How do you work for both of those th- those elements? Well, what has to take uh, prevalence definitely is is those environmental factors in, in, in everything you do. Um, historically within our sector uh, we we would be using petrol machinery we would be using diesel vehicles we would be using um, you know many many different sorts of chemicals and there was very little governance over over that you know but but actually as as things move on and and awareness and technology uh, move on then then there is really no excuse other than to, to, to make those changes. So yes, we, we, we're governed by what our customers want, but, but we, we now need to sell effectively a greener service, whilst also dem- demonstrating the, the social values that we're building within our organisations. I think it, it, it's, it, it starts because when you look at ESG, um, historically, it's it's always been about the environment, you know, and the environment is taking uh, precedent there. But but really, it's it's equally about the social values and the way that we're treating our people, the way that we're treating local communities, you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's 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 pretty endless when you when you get into it. ESG is very much a, a, a new thing, and and we're all sort of finding our way. Uh, on it but but you know the, the the key things very much are are trying to do the best thing for the environment trying to do the best thing in terms of social values and bringing them all together and and un, under one system of governance and and that's where it all starts and how do you get your clients on board with your way of working are they environmentally minded is it easy is it difficult well i think i think every customer in this day and age is environmentally minded and more socially aware than they mm-hmm. were even two, three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but but there is a often a lack of awareness within our customers. And as soon as you start to talk to them about how important these environmental values are, what we can do to 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 help with their environmental values and their social values, then they're one over straight away. Um, and it, it's not a box ticking exercise, you know, you know, to be absolutely clear, this is not about ticking boxes. This is about doing the right thing for the environment, about doing the right thing for social values. So, so the, the, our customer base, 
they buy in straight away. Once they're made aware, if they're not already aware, um, then, then that's where we go and that is the clear way to go. Um, historically, it, it, you know, our customer base wasn't quite so bothered, but, but it is just so prevalent now that, that there is, there is buy-in absolutely everywhere. Yeah. Is there anything in particular that they ask for more regularly than other elements or? Yeah. So there's a, there's a few things. So, so, uh, environmentally it's all to do with, with carbon, yeah. uh, at the moment. So, so as you'll be aware, carbon, uh, we're nurture a carbon neutral business yes. aiming to be carbon net zero, um, by 2030. Uh, and, you know, we're, we employ an environmental manager to manage our carbon down and, and we've been very successful at managing our carbon down over the last two years. So this is really, really important because for our customers, um, scope three carbon. So, so just to be, be sort of clear on this, there's three scopes of carbon. There's, there's scope one, which is the carbon that, that we as a business or any business is creating from the fuel use. So for us, that's your, your diesel van is your petrol vehicles, your, your machinery, uh, you know, two-stroke machinery, etc. Scope two tends to be the utilities, so the, the, the electricity and, 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 and the gas that, that go into the, um, uh, the premises that you either own or lease. And scope three, which is really, really important, is, is your supply chain. So for our customers, you know, they, they have to think about the carbon of, of their suppliers. So nurture or whoever their supplier may be. They have to think about that. So it's vitally important that we manage our carbon and we're doing that. So, so for our customers, you know, when I sit down with a customer and say, well, we're managing our scope three, our carbon. So therefore you don't have to worry about your scope three carbon as far as we're concerned. That is vitally important. And then when you go get to talk to them about how we're doing it, yeah. initially, of course, it's, it's green energy for, for your, your, your scope three, your scope two um, uh, premises. So, mm-hmm. so um, your, your, your electricity going into your premises and, and you know, scope two carbon is, is, is a, a quick win straight away. In scope one, you, you, you're switching to EV vehicles, you're switching to, to battery powered equipment, so your hedge cutters, your mowers, etc., etc. But the thing that gets missed an awful lot is the management of the scope three. So that's the management of our own supply chain. So, so as soon as you start to talk to customers about that, that's a win. The other thing is your, in the social uh, values, so, so the S under ESG, is the real living wage, you know, and, and, and yeah, we're a real, a real living wage provider and, and, and we're trailblazing this for, for the, the Real Living Wage Foundation. But it's vitally important that you, you pay your people, you know, your mm. colleagues, your stakeholders within the business, the right ways to do a job. You get better service delivery, but also cost of living is, is, is rising. So it's very important. So, so yeah, so the carbon is very, very important. And the, the real living wage is the other sort of buzzword uh, uh, with our customers. So I guess you've kind of touched on there your path to carbon neutral. Um, yeah. How are you kind of working towards net zero then? What are the further steps that you need to make now? 
Right, so, so it, it all starts by understanding the carbon that, that you as a business are, are putting out into the atmosphere. So, so, and that all comes from data. So effectively, effectively it's financial data. And the, the, yeah, we're in partnership with, with a, a business that sort of helps us analyse this data to understand the carbon. So, you know, for example, it could be the fuel bills. So, so we, we, we understand how much fuel we spend. So therefore, we can do a calculation to, to understand the amount of carbon that that fuel is, is, is effectively emitting, if you see what I mean. Uh, and it's the same with your utility bills for your scope too. And also, you know, the most complicated part is your scope three. So again, your supply chain. And again, it's all financial data. There's all your supply chain. There's all their invoices. And you can, it could be products or it could be services. You can, you can calculate carbon based off the financial data. So that, what, what that does is that gives you your, your, your starting point, your, your first year of, 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 of carbon. That's the amount of carbon that, that you are producing. Okay. What are you going to do to, to, uh, mitigate that carbon and of course what you do in first year and this is scope one two and three you mm. you offset it so so you you get involved with schemes all over the world uh afforestation schemes energy schemes etc etc et that 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 uh mitigate and and that's called an offset uh and you do this you get certificates for this offsetting um once you've done that you 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 are uh you you can then be um carbon neutral in accordance with with past 2060 uh, and the only way you can keep that that accreditation uh is is by showing improvement year on year yeah uh, and this this comes back to your question really so so that's great you you, you don't just do it um you've got to do it again and again so so we produced x amount of carbon in year one and then we offset that if we want to stay in accordance with past 22 so carbon neutral the second year you have to show an improvement so so that's where it starts the data so the, the improvements that you make are are you you start to turn your vehicle fleet into an electric fleet you start to turn your your machinery into electric fleet year two you you, you phase in more electric vehicles more electric uh, equipment and 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 you reduce your carbon you look at, at your scope two and you go right everything is going to go green energy so, 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 and then, you know, after that, you, you need to look at things like light bulbs. You need to look at other things that are actually, whether it's renewable or not, you know, still reduce your energy. And then on scope three, the, 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 the suppliers, you need to look at your supplier um, network to see what your suppliers are doing and su to see how you can help your suppliers to drive down their carbon as well. Um, and then year three, you continue the same. And, and with the, uh, you know, and, and the theory is by the time we get to 2030, we, we, we are actually not offsetting any carbon at all. We are actually uh, carbon net zero. So so that's how it works. Yeah. You need a bit of technology for that as well, because if you can imagine, you know, the, the, the vehicles that we use, we, we, we're using uh, some uh, electric vehicles, but also still diesel vehicles because the technology in, in, in EV, EV vehicles isn't quite where it needs to be. But what we're doing is we're, we're monitoring the market, seeing, uh, seeing what's what with these vehicles. And uh, as soon as they're good enough, we, we, we will be using them. So we're already undertaking trials and, and we'll continue to, to do that until we can uh, ultimately phase out all diesel vehicles from our fleet. Amazing. I mean, it's, it's honestly amazing effort. And, but 
of course, nurture is a huge force with lots of resources. Do you have any advice for smaller businesses? Is there anything they can do if they have the same values, the same aspirations, but potentially not that amount of resources? Yeah, uh, start it at the beginning. It's much easier mm-hmm. to start it when you're small than it is as a, as a large organisation like, okay. like Nurture. You know, so 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 look at leasing electric vehicles rather than uh, petrol or diesel ones. Look at um, investing in um, electric machinery rather than buying two-stroke machinery. Um, from an expenditure point of view, it, it'll last longer. And and the the the, the servicing uh, of a, a electric machinery as well is. It's cheap because there's no moving parts. There's no, there's no, you know, there's no engines in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so it, the the initial outlay is 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 you know more expensive, but but it will last for a few years longer. So, so yeah, my advice to 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 a small business would be to um, absolutely start looking at those environmental values when you're a smaller business. Equally, start looking at the social values as well yes. when you're a small smaller business looking look at the, the 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 wages that you're paying your colleagues you know and, and look at what you can do for local communities you know it, it's that sort of thing you know that's where it starts and it's far easier to start it as a small organization than a, a, a large organization And I'm kind of, I'm going to shift now from carbon to biodiversity. And I believe um, Nurture has a biodiversity action plan, right? Yeah, so we, we do have a, a biodiversity action plan. Um, and we, we have several biodiversity experts within our organisation. Okay. And it's something that we, we, we really drive. Um, it's the biodiversity side of, of ESG is, is sort of the old CSR the corporate social responsibility, which is, um, it does make up an important part of, of, of environment and social, uh, but it's, it's very much about what we can do for our customers um, and for ourselves as well to enhance environments uh, for, uh, for wildlife uh, and also enhancing environments for, for site users as well, um, you know, on, on, on large business parks, etc., where you've got uh, multiple number of people that are working on them you know how do we improve the environment for 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 those people and then what does that look like day-to-day sort of um element wise on these sites well so so you you're, you're we're talking about uh, bird boxes and we're talking about uh wildflower uh you know seed you know planting wildflower areas which are, are good for, for for bees uh and, and pollinators uh we're, we're talking about water harvesting uh we're talking about beehives, you know, so, 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 uh, you know, completely changing the, the way that uh, a, a site may look and, and just absolutely upscaling, you know, what, what that site can do for the environment. Um, and we have, we have many, many schemes. So it, it starts with a biodiversity plan uh, that, that, that we can write bespokely for for any site any any customer any, anywhere that it's required you know even a, a car park you know you can put a bird box in in, in a car park you know you, you only need one tree or, or even a you know just just a wall to do it um so you can improve that so it starts with that uh which which gives uh, uh, us an assessment of how we can improve the biodiversity of a of a a, a particular site uh, and and then you know we, we we go in there and we 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 can we can deliver that and we can deliver it across 
portfolios as well. And there's a considerable amount of added value in, involved with this because, of course, we have, uh, 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 you know, we, we, our workforce is, is, is direct. So, so, so with having a large direct workforce, we're able to, to sort of put people, you know, onto the biodiversity added value sort of area uh, and, and, and really deliver really deliver that so you know we've done it we, we won a, an award last year uh, for green apple for for doing uh, a biodiversity uh, project across multiple sites across the south of england and it's it's projects like that that we really take absolute pride in um you know and and we also capture local schools we'll do talks on on biodiversity we'll do talks on the bees we uh do training for on sites as well, we, we teach our customers to become beekeepers, uh, so that they can get involved with with um, learning about bees and then looking after the the hives that they may have on their own sites. So it's fairly endless what we can do in this area. It does seem it. I think that school element is so important because obviously that's the future generation. You know, yeah, they're going to be um, taking taking these things on. So that's amazing to hear. You, you're you're quite right, and we have we have a few people within our organisation that are absolutely brilliant at engaging with with local schools, local communities, um, teaching them about biodiversity, the environment. Bees is always a winner. They yeah. they you know we we've we've got getting on for two hundred beehives across the our, our portfolio. Now. Wow. Um, and and we we you know subsequently have a an awful lot of honey, but but the kids. <laughs> They, they, they really, really enjoy getting involved. Not just the kids, everybody enjoys just getting involved with, with uh, bees and understanding bees. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big thing. They're, they're, they're such an important part of our ecosystem. Absolutely. And, and honey, maybe um, a new department of nurture landscape soon. <laughs> you, the, the effort that, that goes into harvesting the honey. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very difficult to make any money out of it, I can tell you. Oh. <laughs> that, that's why it's always best as a bit of added value. Nurture Group has made many acquisitions over the years. I feel like you're almost known for for that now. Yeah. Uh, some of the recent ones, Plant Force, Spartan Grange Landscapes. What are your aims for these for these acquisitions? Is is there an end goal? Do you have in mind what you want to acquire next, um, or is it just as they come up? Well, first of all, um, it's very important to understand that our organic growth is 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 excellent. So, you know, our growth is is not. Uh, just been through acquisition mm-hmm. uh, our growth has been been through you know a, an incredible sales team incredible operations team delivering a great service and and building relationships you know and and the 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 acquisitions they are bolt-ons but again they have to be businesses that are um uh, businesses that fit with the with the nurture values yes um, yeah. and it does it you know it, it is a it, it's always a challenge you know but but once these acquisitions come on board they understand what we're about on the environment and they understand the level of service that we're delivering they understand our social values and growing um you know uh, values as well because look you improve every day and 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 you, you come up with more ideas and and, and then you 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 know you push it out there and and, and you, you you get better and better at what you're doing. Once they understand that, they come in. So there's no there's no real end game. If there's a business that fits, um, then then we'll look at it 
and yeah. uh, and we'll bring them into to nurture. It increases our our density. It increases our expertise because uh, there's a lot of brilliant people out there involved with these these other businesses, um, and that therefore uh, enables us to deliver a, a, an even better uh, and, and competitive service for our customers, and and you know. And, and also for us to be able to give added value to the, 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 um, the customers of the uh, businesses that we're acquiring. Yeah, and with PlantForce um, as an example, what, what kind of is that going to bring to Nurture and what, what are you kind of hoping to grow with it? Well, we, 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 we have purchased, uh, you know, a few uh, interior mm-hmm. plants uh, companies over, over the years. And, you know, again, that's about, about great people. It's about density. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's about new ideas, uh, you know. And, and and Plant Force is another fantastic business, and um, you know that will that will slot into our our division, you know, beautifully, and and, and do all of those things. So my last question for you is one we ask every guest on the podcast. What plant would you take to a desert island if you could? It would have to be a banana tree, wouldn't it? Ah. Because, because, because I think you can survive on bananas. Yes. Um, I, 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 do, I do believe that if you eat too many bananas, you can actually poison yourself. But, but, but I think, <laughs> so you'd I think have to be careful. You'd have to be slightly careful. <laughs> but I, I think, um, and, and plus I think it would survive the, the, the climate. You know, I was a bit... You know, I thought about this. That's true. And um, I, I did think um, I do like plums, but I'm not sure a plum tree would survive. But a, a banana tree would survive, and it would help me survive. That's true. They are a great source of nutrients as well, so keep you going for sure. Exactly, exactly that. <laughs> well, a huge thank you to Gordon. Um, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much. I'm Rachel Forsyth and this has been the Horticulture Week podcast. Make sure you never miss one. Subscribe or follow Horticulture Week podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts or your preferred podcast platform. If you are interested in producing a podcast with Horticulture Week, email us at hortweek at haymarket.com. Huge thank you again to Gordon and goodbye for now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.